I am definitely cutting. Oh, hang on. What done there? <laughs> that's not the record button. No editing. I, no, am def- edit. I am definitely cutting some of that out. on the ball there <laughs> for the second time after i've pressed the record button welcome to the electrician show we are today joined with uh mark Anderson, the printers one to one power sonic and uh rick who rick who rick howell rick who? Rick, who's that guy <laughs> the social media um absconder avoider <laughs> avoider yeah, yeah. Avoid, avoider of nonsense so we're going to talk about safe isolation today. I've definitely got quite a lot to say about it. Um, I doubt, I've probably expect Mark to say a lot about it. And uh, it's not funny the second time round, but I've already, we've already done this intro once. But yeah, Rick's probably not seen one safe isolation kit in years because he's so up, up, up in the ivory towers in a container. Uh, yeah. Is that your life now, Rick? Rick who? Yeah. Uh now, my life at the moment, before we go into safe isolation, is um, stressful because I'm split between everything. There's too much going on. Too much going on. There's, there's so much going on. And like I say, pretty much every time I come on here, not that much of it is to do with me being a QS. <laughs> I'm now, I can't remember the last time I'd do something I considered a QS's job. Mm. Sort of doing a compliance manager's job, really. And then mixed with that, dealing with stuff that isn't anything to do with electrical, just okay, contract so, stuff. So what stuff are you doing that you didn't think was in the QS role? Just a couple of examples. Um, R&M, whips, works in progress, meant to have, so obviously at any one time on this contract, we should have 1,800 jobs in the system. There's 2,600. Trouble is, I can't get that number down. We've got to get it down to about 1,800. They're coming in as fast so as they can. Yeah, but obviously it's a three week wait for electrician on our contract at the moment. Wow. And then today, typical example, we've had we've now when I started, we had seven electricians. Now we've got five, but we've lost one completely to a corporate contract. We've got one this week on holiday and one running sick today. But suddenly, bam, now we've got two electricians. But now we've got to rebook one electrician's work all day. And the, the, the trouble I have as a supervisor is people in the office lie. That's frustrating. So I'll get called up. Can you go and do a shower this afternoon, for instance? Not really. I can't. Know. Because why I'm doing that one job, the 56 jobs I've got to get booked in from the whip, don't get done. So, mm-hmm. you know, you're thinking, because they're, they're, they're low, they're the lowest in the chain, same as the engineers, isn't they? They see... Very, very tunnel vision. Mm-hmm. You know, they see they well, only one job in front of them at any yep, one yep. time. Yep. That's it. That's it. And that's the biggest thing in the world. Mm. Whereas I've got, so that's that's one, dealing with the whip one side, the compliancy and the corporate. We started this corporate contract in April um, with no team because we was meant to be using the subcontractors that used to work direct for the cans. The trouble with the electrical subcontractor is he weren't fucking qualified. But he's been working for the council for 20 years. You can now imagine our job of going round fixing his job. So we've got an ERCR program, 44 sites, no previous records. So we're de- dealing with that. Mm. You know, then I got an email yesterday from the asset manager, asset compliance manager for the council saying he's got a meeting in October with some sort of compliance auditor. But I've been saying to him for the last three months, you're not complying anywhere. You know, your, your ERCRs ain't done. Emergency lighting ain't done. And you haven't been compliant for 20 years, if I'm honest. Because yeah, this yeah. guy that you've been using, you've never been compliant. Mm, so mm. that's going on. Of course, no one, no one answering phones and planning a job sees that side of that job. Because mm, they mm. only see the calls they're taking from tenants and properties. They don't see the corporate side. You know, and then obviously, as we spoke about before, it's across three contracts. <clears throat> you've got all the subcontractors. You've got kitchen and bathroom contracts. You've got the R&M side. You now we've got the corporate side. You know, and it's, it's just non-stop. It's non-stop. So trying to balance. Um, on the upside, we spoke about this before, Mark, when you said, have I managed to establish, not dominance, that weren't the word, but along them lines, you know, a management position. And I think I have now. I think I can have a moan 
my manager and he'll listen and act. You know, whichever I've had times anyway, you know what I mean? But I'm in a position now where I can say, no, I can't do that. Oh, I can do that. That's fine. But this don't get done. Mm. So you decide what's more important. Because is, it part your, is, it, is it part of your role now, Rick, to ensure that your electricians are following safe isolation? Just speaking about that as your role as a QS in that business, is that your responsibility? I don't see it as my responsibility to ensure they're following safe isolation because I can't follow them around. They've, everyone's got a safe isolation kit. Everyone's got these. I'll show you these ones. So the apprentice blew his one up the other day. But proving you... And not... Look, these are the most expensive continuity tests you can buy for fluke. The most expensive proving unit. Mm. Yeah, proving um, units a dollar, aren't they? They are a lot of money. Yeah, absolutely. So everyone, every one of my engineers, or the company's engineers, should I say they're not my engineers, company's engineers have got one of them <clears> on their van with a safe isolation kit, and we do a toolbox talk probably <laughs> once a year. Yeah. Is that enough? Yep. It should be. It should be. Because as we know, Safe isolation is important, but every electrician knows how to do it. It's and every electrician knows why it's important, because mm. every electrician would have been electric, not electrocuted, hopefully not, but would have had an electric shock at some time in their life. So everyone knows how important it is, and it's not difficult, which I know, Neil, you're going to go into. It's not difficult. Yes. Uh. And, and just to put my bit on, I know yourself and Mark are going to go off on this, I'm sure. All this stuff, on social media, um, Louise Taggart is probably the only person's story that's, that's worth telling about safe isolation. But even that, I believe, and it's no discredit to Louise or, or brother on the story, um, and that story is a story that should be told. But now, industry and anyone talking about safe isolation goes straight to that story. And it's the one way to approach getting people to safely isolate. Because I'll just do an advert that says, Call yourself the fucking call yourself the king of the trades. Can't even safe isolate you, dick. Because that's that's really what we're talking about, isn't it? If you don't safely isolate, you're a fucking idiot. And now I can argue against it because there's no. If you stand there, you go, ah, oh, gee, I'm just stop myself. How can you argue anything? But did you safely isolate? No, you're a fucking idiot, then, isn't you? And that's mm. the way it should be approached. Certainly not all these. Safe isolation courses that I know offered and videos on it and this and that's for the apprentices. But, you know, once you've done an AM2 or an AM2S now, you've proved you can safely isolate because there's a fucking module on the course. So there's no excuse not to do it. And certainly, yeah, it don't need to be hyped up the way it is. Um, if people choose not to do it, it's on them. Yeah, I mean, it's look, on them, looking you know? at it from an employer's point of view and in your management role, it's up to us to make sure they've got the equipment to do it, they've had the training and the know-how to do it if they're working unsupervised. You can't stand on someone's shoulder and insist that they do it. Ultimately, that's some self-responsibility and self-awareness, and you've just said that you know, brilliantly, Rick. I totally agree. Yeah, if, in terms of, I, I agree with that as well in terms of making sure that they've got the right training, the right kit, Um and also, in terms, of, I actually included it sort of on the Louise Taggart um, story. And if anyone's not checked Michael's story, go and check it out. There's plenty of uh, plenty of video, or there's some videos on YouTube to so go out and, and check that because it really resonated with me. And before that, we didn't, we wasn't proactively ensuring our engineers and apprentices had lockout lockout kits. Um, so we changed our, our outlook completely. And on top of that, we also. Um, we also changed our site audit process to include to have a, a lockout key as part of our PPE. It should be in the toolbox. It should never, if we're going out to do any electrical work, that should be hands reach away. It shouldn't be in the van 15 minutes away because then you're less likely to use it. So, so we don't, in terms of, like you say, we, we can't be on everyone's on everyone's shoulder, but we've got the policies in place. We've had the training in place and we've bought the equipment. That's, I mean, I don't know what else really you can do. I think the difference is when you say, where I sort of disagree a little bit with, oh, if you don't do it, you're a dick. That's fine if you're the only one working on that system. If you're responsible for other people working on that system, that's when, in my opinion, if you're not, if if you're putting others at risk, then there's a big, there's a bigger issue there, and um, that's where it, that's where it gets a bit messy. Um, but if if we're all honest here, I would say, probably controversial, but I think if you're in the trade, ninety five percent of the time, no one bothers. Fact. Yeah, yeah. Ninety-five percent of the time, 
nobody bothers. It's probably and, probably a fair percentage, I would say, and certainly in the, in domestic property. Um, you see a lot of times where they'll, they'll say, well, I've locked the front door. And if you actually look at what's required, you know, you're not obliged to fit a lock onto a, a, a main switch or anything like that. You just need to secure the isolation. So if you can be secure in that knowledge that locking the front door has done that, is that acceptable? Um, you know, you see people saying that on the YouTube videos, for example, don't you? Yeah, and I've got no problem. I mean, listen, this, this, what really, and this is where I'm going to start getting up now, what really annoys me about all this, um, and it's not the campaign, because we're in September, safe for September, it's a, it's a very, it's a very um, a good campaign because it's creating debate. Right, we've already had uh, Monday Club come out Monday. It's created debate. We're going to release this. This will come out tonight, so I'll get this on for tonight. It's creating debate. Debate is a positive thing, all right. So the campaign, I'm fully supportive because it creates debate. What I don't like is when people say, "If you don't do it my way, you have failed. You haven't posted that picture correctly. You have failed." So like, no, there is a million. There's not a million, but there's a long. I always use this analogy. There's a line of compliance. You've got. Fuck all compliance and total, absolutely the safest I've ever been compliance. And each one of us have got to decide where we fall on that line. And there's probably no, no right, single right point on that line, okay? But you can do no isolation or you can come in a little bit and just go, listen, I've got my eyes on it. I know no one else is working here. That's probably just one in from fuck all, uh, fuck all comp, um, compliance. And then you've got a complete other end where you've got full isolation, double pile isolation, removal, contact down to earth, um, lock-off kits, permit systems. But that's not to say that, that nowhere on that line is sufficient. This is what drives me mad with social media and, uh, and the people that jump onto these hashtags or whatever, is that they don't fundamentally understand that we've got to have, as electrical engineers, self, the self-ability to assess assess the risks, and then bring in the, co the control measures that we feel is required for that task. Not what you have over there looking on your iPhone. You don't know what's here, okay? And, and, and Mark put a post out a couple of hours ago or maybe an hour ago on Twitter. You know, this, this is not what social media is about. You've got to stop this judging of people on a photo. It's like, relax. You do not know anything more than what's in that photo. So stop it. Just stop it. We've got to get to a place where we're having personal responsibility and assessing the risks. Because there's a why. I mean, before, hang on, before I keep going, <laughs> I'm going to take a breath and see what you two think. Yeah, no, that first this morning was exactly about that. So I've had a few discussions on DMs with people who were involved with the Stay for September campaign. And again, fully support it. The whole idea of raising some awareness about actually doing it is a good thing, especially when I've got quite a following of apprentices, so bang on, I'm in full support of that, is what I don't like is suggesting that someone else producing a video or a picture is encouraging safe, not encouraging safe working practices. I mean, how far do we want to take it? That was sort of my point. Do we need to see the driving licenses to show they were safe to get to work? Or do we just accept that as professional people going about the daily activities that they are? You know, we have to kind of have some common sense in it all and you can't put it onto content creators if that's what we're going to call them to show the finest, finite, finite amount of information and detail in what they are showing us. I just don't, I'm not on board with that at all. And some people have kind of suggested the sharing unsafe working practices and contributing to the problem. Why would manufacturers want to engage with them and stuff like that? You're affecting those people by saying things like that. You're doing exactly the thing you're supposed to not like. And, you know, I'm not on board with that, not at all. I think it's mental. I've missed this. <laughs> I've missed the, the... I never knew there was a month of safe isolation for September. Um, I've, I've literally nearly missed the whole of it as well. It's just the 22nd today. Mm. <laughs> I think it's absolutely mental that we've got a month highlighting the importance of safe isolation. What the fuck are we talking about? What's going on? <laughs> Who don't know about safe isolation as an electrician? Is it, are, we, are we all mental now? Have <laughs> we gone some, down some fucking mental rabbit hole? Mark, I know what you're saying. You've, you've highlighted it with apprentices. Yes, if you're learning, 100% has to be done. It should be drilled in. I don't agree with, I can't remember who was a college lecturer that was doing it every single time I walk into a classroom, we say isolate. I don't think it needs to be that extreme, personally. That's just me. I don't think it's it's not the most, it's, it's the smallest part of any job. It doesn't matter what you're doing. Safe isolation takes two minutes of a job. I don't think we need to really be going over and over and over and over 
you're never going to know how important it is until you get a shock, and then it's up to you. It's up to you if you want to do it or not. Shocks hurt. I've never had an electric shock that hasn't hurt me. Every one of them hurt, so you should safely isolate. But I see, you know, I see pictures of someone doing an EICR or working in the board with the main switch locked off. And I can't help but think, why? That is going to get in your fucking way. You're working in the board. I don't think you need to, you need to isolate a main switch if you're there. <clears throat> People do their own. But I don't think, and this is why it's important as well not to keep banging on about safe isolation in a management role. Because if you make it that layman to electricians that are some electricians are intelligent people, the electricians, I'm not talking about the people that never get qualified, which we know there's a lot of, electricians ain't stupid. You don't need to keep going over it. You would do. You end up in a situation where people are locking off things that, you know, no one's even thought about it. Oh, we'll just lock off for the sake of locking off. Maybe that's the way everyone wants to go. I think you've got to apply a bit of common sense to it. Well, and then, I think we're going what, to a place where we're locking sorry, off. Neil, like, go on, mate. Sorry. No. Sorry. When, when you said about how far do you go, let's get rid of lock-off kits altogether. Right? Let's switch it off and make sure every time we pull every cable out of that circuit and away go. That's fucking far better than locking off. That's a much better solution. Let's take the cable out of the breaker and then there's no chance at all of anyone cutting your lock-off and switching it back on. It don't matter if they do. So let's, let's get rid of lock-off kids. Let's go to the no, DNO and ask them to disconnect to the street. Yeah. yeah, they're not good enough. They're not good <clears> enough. Let's get rid of lock-off kids. Let's take all the cable out. Let's go to the main switch and take the towers out. Let's, mm. let's, let's pull the main fuse. Safest thing you can do. Can't do that. Not allowed. That's the fucking safest way of safe isolation. All the main fuse out. You've got no problem then. And everyone goes, whoa, we can't do that. Why? Mm. Because well, someone it. says it's not. Well, this which is way it. do you want to go with it? Because, that, again, this is that line, isn't it? Uh, and we and we yeah, we, we pull ourselves back from that line because it's a little bit obscene. It's a little bit over the top. It's a lot of cost. It's a lot of time. So you know when people sit there and say, "Oh, cost should never yeah. be an issue." Well, it is. That's real life, all right? Because of course, it, it, of course. that is just real life, okay? Because if cost wasn't an issue, and I spoke about some of this yesterday, if cost wasn't an issue, I'd go and get a scaffold tower every time I want to change a light bulb. All right, but it is an issue. We've got to be responsible, and we can't just sit there and just just spend money like it's going out of crazy. Especially on contracts like Rick, where you got cancelled, cancelled social housing. This is this is government taxpayers' money. It's got to be uh, spent um, responsibly. That's not to say we put people in danger, but we assess the risk. We assess the risk, and to go back onto um, to the, to the influencers and that sort of thing. And it's like, you know what? <laughs> Guess what? If someone's it, if someone's selling a safe isolation kit. They're trying to sell you a safe isolation kit. That's the bottom of line of it. All right. Don't listen to manufacturers about safe isolation. All right. Listen to what their stuff can do and then make your own choice. But don't start sitting there just because X, Y, and Z manufacturer who happens to make, I'll, I'll tell you what, I saw a great one yesterday. It was the, it was the, someone posted, I'll tell you who posted it. I'm going to name it. Sparky Ninja posted it, right? And he posted it, Voltimum, I think. And it was like the, um, oh, no, it wasn't. It was it was one of the manufacturers, okay? And it was the four myths of, of, of the safe isolation, right? Myth number one, myth number two. Guess what myth number three and four was? All about oh. their products. All oh. about their products <laughs> and, how buy, and how their products would solve their myths. Load of nonsense. So we've got to stop that as well. Stop listening to, to manufacturers. They know they, it, little. They just want to sell stuff. It's very simple. If it was important, if safe isolation and your welfare was important to manufacturers, every single time you buy <clears> an RCBO and an MCB, they'd have a little plastic tag in, wouldn't they, to be able to knock that off? It'd be in every box. And it wouldn't cost no more, because how much does a little bit of plastic cost? They'd put it in every single box, and it's absolutely no excuse. You don't have hundreds in your van. What excuse hmm. you got now? Do they do that? No, they sell them to you. So it's not important to them, because it'd be quite easy to put one of them little tabs in every single box that they sell, it make no difference to their cost because they probably cost them a penny a pop. You know, stick on every box. If they care, that's what they do. None of them do that. So you end up with an isolation kit that's got 10 different locks in it that, that after time, people don't use the right locks for what they're trying to do. I've done it to the apprentice the other day. You lock something off, I want to switch it on. It's good luck at him, mate. You know what wow, I mean? Wow, that's and interesting. We'll mm. teach that way. Yeah, of course. When you give them a kit, how many locks is a kit? And I, I give them the ideal one. Um, which is a good, good lock-off kit. But yeah, when you open it up and you've got 10 different types of locking mechanisms, which one do you use? And that is a great, that's, that's, you know, that's such a good point because it becomes about being seen to be safe. Not yeah. being safe, 
being seen to be safe. So that, hopefully that was a real good learning point for that apprentice to go, shit, I didn't realise. I didn't realise I need to, I need to be, be more switched on because all we're doing is posting lock-off kits. Like that, that's the end of it. I, I said to someone the other day, I said, you know what, right? I could go now, go and get my lock-out kit out of the garage, give it to my son, Alex, take a photo. I'll get probably hundred likes. And I go, yep. no, no yeah, fucking care if you know. No one go. No, I go. Just gave my son his first that lockout kit. Yeah, ain't got a clue what it is. Don't know how to use it. Wouldn't have yeah. a clue how to even open the bag. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> the other thing is, if we're if we're isolating, um, I mean, there is some interesting discussion around isolation. Isolation, and some of the people who are sharing the content that they think is holier than thou just shows MCBs locked off. Is that an effective, safe isolation in that context to learn? So they're saying no picture of any isolation is is unsafe. But do we know just an MCB lot's office there? Is it? Well, this is the, the rabbit hole we went down yesterday, isn't it? Uh, and for my opinion, and I'd be interested to hear your opinions here, okay? My opinion is when we... Safe isolation comes under electricity work regulations, or that is probably going to be our driving document in terms of an employer. Agreed? Yeah. Okay. And in, in, in the work, we've got to isolate from all sources of energy, all live conductors. So if we're turning a single pole MCB off, we're not isolating all live conductors, are we? Because we've still got the neutral, which is a live conductor connected to the system. And now in terms of, oh, people go, well, what's the risk of that? Listen, that's for you to decide, okay? And I'll use this analogy, okay? So we go to a domestic uh, six amp lighting circuit and we lock off the, uh, the MCB and we go and work on the system, okay? The neutral's still connected. Then we leave that house. We go next door to a big industrial unit with a 2,500 amp main, main panel. And we turn off the air circuit breaker. We leave the neutral connected. Are you climbing into that panel and working around that neutral bar? <laughs> uh. so, so the likelihood of an issue is exactly the same. But then we change the severity, don't we? Because we're going to go, hang on a minute. I might not come out of that if that goes wrong. But the likelihood of something going wrong is exactly the same. Okay, so what we're saying is, and what we're not teaching is the ability to educate people to make an informed choice and educate them how to use it, how to isolate. We're just going, photo, yeah, if I ain't got 50 likes, I failed. Yep. What the hell are we doing? What are we doing as an industry? It is fundamentally wrong to, to promote safe isolation. In, it's, it's, it's actually selfish because people are doing it for the wrong reasons. They're not doing it to educate. They're not doing it to, to create debate. Of all the posts I've put out there the past week or so, none of the main players that I would applaud on safe isolation have got involved in the debate. None of them. I've missed the debate. He's talking about you, obviously. <laughs> it's just not bothered, you it's ignorant, stuff. rude. Uh, so, I've, so. Yeah, I've... Oh, to be honest, most of the people in the debate are fucking still blocked to me anyway. So I'm not in a debate, am I? Like, I see nothing. I see nothing. I see nothing. It's family stuff. Um, <laughs> the whole industry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I don't need to. I don't. I, you know what? I've not seen nothing, but I can tell you the exact conversations that have been had. That's mm. how fucking boring this whole thing is on social. It's boring. It bores me to fucking tears, mate. You know, it's just, oh, and it's the same people talking the same old fucking fanny. That still can't get a job on the tools because I ain't got a fucking clue what's going on. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I know my way around the tester. Pick up a screwdriver. Oh, if I can't get that, oh, my knees have gone. My back's gone. I'll oh, fuck off, cunt. You know what I mean? Don't sit there going on about fucking regulations and this and that and that. You ain't got a fucking clue, mate. Get to the fucking real world. Uh, fucking it's nonsense, true. mate. It is so nonsense. true. But it don't matter because I don't see it. There's a block me, so fuck them. Wait. <laughs> Not a fucking Scooby-Doo, mate. Get in the real world, you fucking... See? Bob. Listen, this is, this is what happens. When, so Rick turned up late today. This is what happens when you turn up late for work. You get the ump. You're in a bad mood oh, before you start. <laughs> mate, and I told you, and I've said this so many times on here, all this stuff about electric... Excuse me. All this stuff about electric... Blah, 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 blah. Listen, none of it fucking matters because you get to a level in your job, which I'm at now, and no one above me gives a fuck, mate. No one cares. I'm not going to progress with electric on this company. You know, you can only go so far. So people that dedicate their life to it, unless you go and open up your own business, like you, you have new one like yourself, Mark, if you're working for a company, you're only going to go so far. So you need to start thinking, if, you know, I'm going to be a QS for the next 30 years, unless I go to another company, become a contracts manager, 
which I might do one day, do you know what I mean? Or if I stay here, then I've got to start looking into other things. But, yeah, man, I've, I've ranted now. I'm just ranting. I've lost myself. I've lost I myself gonna, to I social gonna... media dicks. I want to, I want to, I don't want to fall far away, fall far. I don't want to go to Mark on this. I don't want to fall far about this uh, line conductor, L-I-N-E issue. So, Mark, so, so, Stay on that because I think it's quite pertinent to, to yeah. educating people on what we're talking about here. No, I was going to say on a simple installation in a domestic environment, you've really got no reason why you wouldn't open the main switch to do a safe isolation. It's not going to be a massive inconvenience, generally speaking. Um, you can kind of work around it, can't you, and make yourself safe, at least to the point where you was to maybe perform a safe isolation to then remove your neutral conductor as well on that circuit. You can make yourself safe quite easily. Where it does become more of a problem is with three-phase boards. So if you're in a commercial environment, and typically we find just the line conductors on the main isolating switch, so the neutral isn't even switched. And there are some cases where that is needed from a safety point of view, and we've spoken about this, Neil, with other things when you're talking about UPSs and stuff like that. Mm. But in a lot of industrial and commercial environments we go to, there is just that um, L1, L2, L3 isolator. So if you want to be able to work safely you have to first work live to achieve that to disconnect the neutral so you'd have to open up the distribution board either take the neutral link out or take your neutral cabling out on your final circuit however you want to do it or even move downstream in the circuit to make another isolation but there is still an element of live working first and i think designers are not really putting enough foresight into it, giving us um, a reasonable way of achieving safe isolation for maintenance activities and stuff. I don't know what you think about that. That was kind of my point with some of my posts this week. And I think it got lost a little bit that I was saying that you can just safely isolate with an MCB, for example. Yeah, so again, but this is again, a personal choice. I've got no problems with um, isolating just a line conductor. But then what I may do is bring in, because what it does do, and I don't care what anyone says, if you are just putting a, a lock-off key on the line conductor to the MCB, then you are live working going forward. You're not in control of the other live conductor, VE, L-I-V-E. You're not in control of that, and that could become energised at any time, okay? There could be a fault on another circuit uh, where the neutral becomes disconnected, and then that, that, that return path will try and find the path of least resistance. It could be you, all right? That, that is a, 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 an option that could happen. Okay, so you're not in control of all the live conductors on the circuit you're working on. You are then live working. So then you must then put in the precautions, additional precautions, to do that safely. Now, on a small load, I've really got, it's a case-by-case basis, but on the face of it, I've, I've got no issues with that. What am I going to do? I'm probably going to put glasses on. I may even put a face shield on, because they're quite common now. They aren't flash face, field, uh, face shield. Um, I'm going to wear gloves and I'm going to use insulated screwdrivers. I'm going to work off GRP tower or GRP steps, okay? these. So there's my additional precautions, but this that is now live working. So let's not say it's safe isolation, because it's not. It's live working, but you're just using that lock-off to take what we know is to be um, a live conductor, the line, okay? We know that's going to have uh, juice in it, so we're definitely going to isolate that. But we don't know. We're not in control of the other live conductor, which is the neutral, which could become live at any time. And when we talk about the three-phase systems in commercial industrial, then you're dead right, because I would say probably three-quarters of the time, you've got main switches that only isolate the live, the live conductors, the L1, L2, L3. And it's not, in, in, in some of the big switch gear, there's normally a solid bar for the neutral. Um, and if you're talking about the little um, the, the, the red switches or the 125 amp switches on the fuse boards, the distribution boards, nine, um, seven, seven times out of 10, they're going to be uh, line conductors only, L1, L2, L3. So we've got this neutral connected at all times. And like you say, we're not working, not working safely there. So as designers, and we're all designers, every single electrician is a designer. So it's not someone else's responsibility all the time. We've got to start thinking... Does the system that I'm installing, so I'm going to do a new installation, does the system I'm installing require the neutral to stay connected? Yes or no? Okay, there are there are limited situations where it would, and just, just to name one, um, UPS. So if you're feeding the UPS system, sometimes that UPS, when it goes into UPS mode, needs it needs, it needs the neutral as a source of... Um, I'm not going to go too far into it because I don't know enough about it, but I know it needs connection of the neutral to continue working um, properly. So there are situations where you wouldn't isolate the neutral, but... I, 
as standard, we always install isolated neutral switch fuses. We always install ice, uh, four pole switches at the bottom of distribution boards because I, when you're designing, you've also got what's called a designer's risk assessment. Now, if you go to bigger jobs, you'd have to issue a designer's risk assessment. And part of that, part of the considerations you should be doing when you when you're choosing your equipment is future maintenance. Like I would never put a light above a staircase because future maintenance is an absolute nightmare. So let's put them on the walls where we don't have to work at height going forward. That's what a designer should consider. So designers should be considering future maintenance and the future safety of them people to, to work on the system safely. And that for me is four power isolators. Yeah, I, I would, I would agree with that. And it, the kind of designers can step away from having to do that because they can use regulations to only install three pole isolators and it comes back to the skilled and instructed terminology around three-phase systems. So you, you don't have to provide a means of switching the neutral um, on TN systems. So we need to be careful to distinguish between the different supply arrangements. It is a factor. With TT and IT, you have to provide a means of ice, uh, opening the neutral as well. On this board I've got in here, so this is just a small little office unit. It's three-phase. The main switch only isolates L1, L2, L3. I've shared pictures on social media of that locked out and got over 100 likes on it, as we spoke about earlier on. But was it essentially safely isolated? Because that neutral connection was still in place. I didn't remove the neutral links. I didn't remove the neutral cables. This is a big, big building. There is other people in here off the same supply arrangement. There could be a fault in an adjacent unit. You know, that anything could happen. I don't consider that as been safely isolated. And that's one of the um, topics of discussion, I think, is valuable to have around this campaign. It's to actually make electricians think about is just locking off an MCB going to keep me safe? And to suggest that that it is and hold it up as holier than thou on social media versus creating a false sense of safety for me. And that's one of the important messages I've been trying to get over during this week. And I've probably gone about it in entirely the wrong way. That should give me that the answer you were. <laughs> <laughs> interesting you say that, Mark, because how many people are doing what you're doing on social media now? How many people are bringing this, this conversation we've had because obviously I've rubbished the whole month and I have a little That's... rant. And this is exactly why how many people are doing what you're doing and doing what we're doing now and having this conversation and saying, that RCBO you just locked off, probably not double pole. That, even the newest wireless ones are plasters, double pole. They mm. disconnect live and neutral under fault. <clears throat> I don't know if they disconnect when you just switch it off. Mark, you want to know about this. Is it they're called live, live plus neutral, aren't they, or something along them lines? They, they're not called double pole, are they? The new uh, RCBOs. Single pole and switch neutral is the terminology. The mm. um, double module ones actually give you double pole separation yeah. that we need. It's that they've been tested to a standard and you get the air gap that you need for actual double pole isolation. Those RCBOs don't give you that, even though the neutral is switched. So, yeah, so it's all these that, little yeah. things. Yeah, and this is what we speak about the other day in the work we were spoke about mm, my instant mm. application, which was very similar if I got into that. Um, but yeah, they, these things that need to be highlighted. But really, the only thing, just, just think. Just think you're fucking electric. I've said it, electricians are smart. Man, you don't need us free telling you to think. You know, stop using your muscle mm. memory. Have a little think. Have a little think. Don't take two minutes, take 10. Have a little think. What, 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 what am I trying to achieve? What, what is, what, because like you've said, and we need to get the terminology right here, Mark, because like you say, what you've done, that story you just described, you've isolated. But you've not safely isolated, and that's the difference. Perhaps we need to. So you have isolated, and so to ninety percent, ninety-five, ninety-nine percent of electricians are going to look at that, and because of the knowledge we've got, we're going to say that's okay, because we we'll check, we'll check here, we'll check there. We, we know the risks because we've got experience. How mm. many times have you have you isolated the way you've done it and then got off and got shocked? Yeah, never. <laughs> I've, uh, no, I've, I've, I've got one documented uh, um, uh, accident so one. on the company. 2014 it happened. I've still got documentation. I've checked it so before. So it's happened on. once. Mm, once. Once in all that time. Yeah. So our experience says that's probably safe enough. But what we're doing, that's probably, if you've had one encounter in all your years, and let's be honest, the work you do is so compliant, and yourself as well, Mark, if that's a different setting, you're really compliant guy, know, know what needs to happen. If it's happened once in I mean, what's the percentage? How many things have you isolated and it's not mm. happened compared to what it, we talk, we're probably talking less than 1%. Yeah, but That's you've also no got the people... A consideration of risk a lot of the time, is it? Yeah, you've also you know got what I mean? people that don't, don't, just don't, don't 
say it, you know what I mean? Many people, I mean, I've had loads of shocks back in the day. Um, just didn't report it. Poxy one of the inconveniences. Yeah, you know but I mean? if, I, if I had locked something off, lives, not taken a neutral off, if I, if I had got a shock, I'd be telling everyone because it's so rare. You'd be going, fuck, you won't believe yeah, what yeah, happened yeah, yeah, to yeah. me. I looked, I got a shock from the neutral. But when I stood there and watched the geezer on an, on an air curtain touch the shell, shocked himself, <laughs> and then touched it again because he couldn't believe it. Ah, yeah, no, I did. <laughs> to my life to the earth. You know? That's, that's not funny for that, that he, reason, but it's... He went, ah! <laughs> what a donut. Went, no, that, that never happened. Ah! Yeah, it, fucking, yeah, no, it was a shock, yeah. It wasn't just static. <laughs> oh, I can't... <laughs> <laughs> So, oh my god, that geezer needs these supervision full time. That's when I was an apprentice. That's when I was I told you the, the company I'd done my apprenticeship with, no one was fucking qualified. No, oh. I was the most qualified geezer in year three of my apprenticeship in terms of certs, you know. But it's just oh. a classic kid, it? it's so unbelievable. You'd be telling everyone. Like the time I went to plug a click again for a set of lights, I grabbed it, it shocked me because some dopey geezer had stuck it on one end. Plugged it in, I suck a plug at the other end. Finished on a Friday, plugged it in, got back Monday, suck another plug on it, got it done the other end. You know what I mean? You turn everyone around these things, didn't you? You do. It's, it's yeah, but, but the thing is, also, it's like, we've got a difference. I mean, what you're saying about that we've got to think, that is the key to this. And and, and the problem is we've got to a stage on the, in the social media circles where the photo is all that matters. And there's more, that that is such a tiny part of it. That is like showing the 10% when you've got 90% of failure. You know what I mean? It, honestly, we've got to be educating in terms of what are the risks? What do we know as, as, as trained electricians? We know this, the neutral is a live conductor. We know that. But by showing all these photos, it's not teaching anyone. It's encouraging poor practice. It's encouraging people to sit on their laurels. It's encouraging people not to think. It's going to go, well, but that's what everyone does. So Mark gets called out for not showing a photo. In all honesty, right, in all honesty, it's the people that are showing the photos that are creating, I think, my personal opinion, are creating more of a bad um, educational chance for these people that don't know any better. And the, the other thing we've got to think about as well in terms of SoFi slash, it's all very well, and sort of, Rick, you sort of jog my memory on this. We're trained people. We, we understand the risks. But how many times have we asked as electricians to go and isolate for X contractor for X demolition people, for X this? And then, different but, world, then. That's a different world. Exactly. Then. No, and that's what I mean by we've got to have, we've got to think. And what you're saying, we've got to think, right, what's the risk? That person doesn't know the risks. That person's going to be working around that. Right. This, 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 four, this three pole isolate is not going to work. I need to get rid of the neutral. I need to physically disconnect. You know what I mean? So we've got to get away from the just, it's got a lock-off kit, it's okay. No, no. That is such a I'd, little I'd point. I'd like to add it. to that. It, it, yeah, if, if that's the job, if you've been told to go and isolate a supply for someone else, and then you're not around that, <clears> you're not around that system, a lock-off kit ain't enough. Locking it off Sorry. ain't enough. Sorry. If you're walking away from that, and you're, you've... You know, it's not a temporary thing. You could be, it could be like it for a month. I promise you, in a month, that is not locked off. Mm. So mm. that's that's that is not enough. You've got to disconnect, in my opinion. Um, that's the only way you can have complete safe isolation. Mm. And that's disconnection of all conductors, all conductors. Absolutely. You yeah. Know, that's put it, disconnect everything. From, leave it in the board. Mark it. Wago it, or whatever you want to use. But you know, Wago is a favourite of mine. Make sure it's safe. I even Wago everything into the same Wago. You know, so yeah. it's, it's safe. It's complete. If, if it comes energized because of something else, something's going to trip. It'll bang, but it won't be live. Mm. You know what I mean? If you do individual strands and it does become live through something else because it's back fed, then that's that's live then. And the interesting you know, part is that on, I put on Instagram like a few questions and, and um, one of them was like, it was a showing a, a single pole MCB being locked off. And it was like, is this disconnecting all live conductors? And like 20% of people, it's not, don't get me wrong, it's not a great big pool of answers, but... 20% of the people answered it said yes. So we've got 20% of, the, of, of electricians, let's say it's a fair and balanced view, that think, don't even know the neutral's a live conductor. I'd, I'd say that's probably a bad boy. And then this, this the is, next this question... This is what happens when you get quick courses and hmm. domestic electricians. But the, ne the, the, the next question was, so with that, it was someone working on a socket. I said, so with the last question in mind, is this safely isolated? 
And I think it's about 60, 40, 60 are saying, no, it's not. So yeah. why, why are we continually saying that that's okay? Then why are we not challenging these photos in a polite way of saying, okay, that's, that's great that you've taken that decision, but what else have you thought about? So far, I, I started off this month going, why is it going to make a big fit? It's such a simple thing. When you actually think about it, there's a lot more needs to go into it. And it's very simple if you're just going to go chuck a lock off kit, see you later, got the key in the pocket. Oh, look at this. Wait, keys in my pocket. Well, yeah, but you're still working around a lot of conductor, you donut. What are you talking about? What are you talking but about? It's still not complicated. It's still not a complicated thing. It's not. It's not, no. even though we could, we, could, we could try and make it as complicated as we want. We could talk about it in a complicated way. It's simple. You do risk assessments and everything you do as an electrician every mm. single day. That's it. You're doing nothing different. It's no different. To, to... I think we lost Rick there, have we? Or is it just think, me? Think yourself yeah, as an electrician. You're, you're... Sorry, what's happening? It's slow on the internet, mate. Oh, mate. Hold on, hold on. Are we back? Yeah. Hold on. Give me a second. I think, yeah. like like Rick was saying, if you the actual process of safe isolation is really, really easy and straightforward. As an electrician, once you've made that risk assessment and you've got the installation in front of you and you're carrying out the task, you've decided what's needed, to actually do it is really easy. But from kind of a management point of view, when you're considering, you know, the type of isolation you need for, as we've said, with like the demolition workers and stuff like that, for example, it can get a bit complex with, if you're going to wear down the conductors, um, if you're going to accept a lock-off kit, there are decisions there at play. If the neutral needs to be isolated, um, that's a decision that you make kind of in a, in a in a foresight, if you like, but actually doing the task, actually mm. carrying out the isolation to keep yourself safe at work is really straightforward. And that's something we need to make readily accessible to people in social media, I think. Put the lockout kits in, in safe hands so you know it's in your toolbox right next to you, as you said, Neil, for your guys. It's on them all the time. So it's not a case of having to be bothered to go to the van and get it. You're making it as easy as possible mm. to make themselves safe at work. It's a really simple thing to do. And also remember, it's just one tool in the box of safe isolation. It's one tool in the box of a box of about five or six tools we're going to need to pull upon. That is just one. And we've got to remember that. Yeah. Agreed. Am I back? Am I back yeah. in? Yeah. Are we working again? Okay, just, just one more to add. If you're an employer, because this is another thing, but no one's talking about this. If you're an employer and you have not give your labour, every electrician, including the apprentices, everyone, a continuity tester, a proving unit, and a safe isolation kit, you're a cunt. <laughs> and you know what <laughs> dead right you're 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 yeah. absolutely taking liberties with your employees and i'll see people having to give apprentices on on the, on the internet they're giving out apprentices stuff and i've got no problem that's an additional that's personal personal kit i've got no issues with that it's great they have some stuff it's your personal kit but if they're having to use that to make money for someone else that's an outrage. It's an absolute outrage, and they should be ashamed of themselves. They should absolutely, absolutely. be ashamed. That's no different for me. If I work to leave for not for, for just putting a bit of tape over an MCB and sending Rick to work on the circuit, no different. Exactly. Exactly. And I work in social housing, and everyone everyone slacks social housing to the ground. We know there's no money in it. Mm. But we can do it. Fucking excuse has anyone else got? Yeah. If someone it's, can't it's afford ridiculous. 120 quid to spend on their on PPE or a safe thing, then my God. My God, what? I mean, I just can't get my head around that mentality. It's just a liberty. It's just my experience is, it's really common. 100%. Loads of the messages that I get in on Apprentice One to One and stuff is from people who are working for electricians and they haven't been provided any safe isolation equipment, asking Wait, if anyone is to send help to them. When I was an apprentice, I put my own continuity tester. Never had a proving unit. The first time I ever had a proving unit, I won one on the Napit Roadshow. I won the, the Mega. But I've never had a proving unit before that. Mm. And when I worked at Morgan Sindel, on day one, working at Morgan Sindel, that's what I was given with a brand new Fluke MFT. I've never had that before in my life. That don't exist. Some of no companies don't do it. Mm. That's why yeah. I've said what I've said. If you yeah. don't do it, I don't know what excuse you've got, mate. Apart from your, your holiday to Spain is more important mm. than the life of people that work for you. And they're the same sort of dickheads that, that electrocute little boys in pub gardens, kill them, 
and then go to court yeah. and don't, don't go to prison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sick of it. Disgusting, mate. Same sort of people that killed Luis Taggart's brother through bad management and never went to prison. Never, Mm. never, never, never never an accepted responsibility. Mm. I'd be crying my fucking eyes out. Mm. You know, I'd be devastated. Can you imagine imagine if one of your your blokes or one of your ladies went out and didn't come home? Imagine Mm. what that dude's had on the fence. Earning you profit. Earning (laughs) you profit. And they're not even earning me profit, technically. Well, do you know what I mean? I'm talking metaphorically. Yeah. You know what I mean? If I've got any sort of responsibility, <clears throat> oh, man. It, God, I couldn't even... I don't even know where I'd be, man. Yeah, and, and I'm not a guy that cries, but that would... I would... I don't even... I would hit rock bottom, I think. And I, yeah. It couldn't even be a thing. Couldn't <laughs> even exist in my life. It can't be a thing. And it never that's, will be, because that's the way I feel about it, you know? Mm. That's all PPE as well, though, isn't it? If if you're working at height or if you're protecting your eyes and your hearing, we are responsible for other people and their safety. We have to provide them with all of the equipment to do that. Um, And if we're not, as you've said, we are cunts. Maybe I'm really lucky because Morgan Sindel was so, so, so on top of it. And everything is a budget, we get that. But all through COVID, everyone, hand sanitizer, gloves, Ovals, mm, shoes, mm. masks. Even now, everyone still has that. PPE, training. I've just said nine blokes on iPad training. Mm. You know, two of them will probably never use it in the next five years that they're here before they retire. But it's something. Mm. So if they need to do up, they've <clears> got that. Hard hats, high business, everything. And if yeah, I went and said, right, we need that, it'll be done. Boom. Mm, mm. At the end of the day, if if, uh, if 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 a company's bidding for a contract or a job and they can't afford to buy the equipment to do that job, they shouldn't be allowed to do the job. They should be kicked off the contract. You haven't bid it there. This is the minimum requirements to make sure your guys and girls go safe every day. So if they can't, you you should be kicked off the contract. It's just as simple as that. The other thing I want to to, uh, talk about is the statistics behind this as well. So I think it's all very important to keep things in context. So last year, 2020, electricity and sources of electricity were responsible for 4% of the uh, incidents reported to the HSE. 4%. That's what we're talking about. Working at height, 48%. So although this is a, a, an important thing, we've got to we've got to keep it in context. Electricians are doing a pretty good job as it is. You know what I mean? 4% still too high. I think we can all agree that. But let's keep it in context. Let's just let's, let's put as much as much effort into people working at height because it's doing over 10 times more the accidents. You know what I mean? And it always will be. As far as I've been in construction, working at height has always been the number one spot. Always. Yeah. Travelling to and from work as well. Yeah, allowing so safe amounts of time to do that. You know, we've got we've got bigger factors to get on top of uh, aside from just safe isolation. So maybe we need some yeah. more campaigns. We should start one. Let's have a campaign in November. What are we going to call it? I'm never, yeah, ever going to do And this is where it goes, isn't it? You hit the now. This is exactly where we end up. Every single fucking month. Let's have a complaint about this. Let's have a safe isolation. Is down here. Well, down here. Look, down here compared to every. It's the bottom of the list in terms of what's causing accidents. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just a comedian. Quick win. Get a load of likes. It's easy. Mm. Um, and it's and and. Offer that as well. When I'm giving a toolbox talk, for instance, I give I give a toolbox talk. Is it gone again? It's mine, isn't it? No, you're there. It's coming up. It says it's unstable. Cool. I give a toolbox talk on a company toolbox talk. So they have one every month that we must give. And they give a toolbox talk about something related to electricity. How much time do I dedicate to safe, do I do safe isolation every month? And then not talk no. about, for instance, we had a problem with wire coal lines not being installed properly or using a one type of IP rated fan in the bathroom. No one would ever know, you know, mm. stuff like that. Where, where do you, where do you split your time? What's more important? Because safe isolation, why is it vastly important? Mm. Talking about it nonstop, I don't think it's. I don't well, think that no is point. important. I there's think no point. make sure everyone's got the right gear. Mm. No, as I say, there's no there's no point continually talking about safe isolation and taking up eighty percent of every month's toolbox talks if it's only accounting for five percent of your issues. That's mental. That's mental. That is doing things for the sake of doing things. That's not doing things because it makes a difference. That's not doing things because it makes someone safer. That's doing things for the sake of doing things because it because people expect it. You know, um, Rick's just left. I imagine he's having problems in the other day. But we've got um, 
the other thought, last thing, I suppose we can wrap it up on this. We have almost going for about an hour now, believe it or not. But I suppose it's the what people, a lot of people say in terms of safe isolation is um, inconvenience. I can't isolate because it's inconvenient. And that is specifically um, stated in uh, the electricity work regulations and the guidance notes behind it, that that is very, very rare. You're going to be able to use that one to get yourself out of safe isolation. You know, inconvenience is not a thing. Um, it's, it's how much is your life worth? How much is your employee's life worth? I mean, what are other thoughts on in, on using inconvenience, especially in a domestic setting? How can you not just turn off every single time? Yeah, exactly. That's that's not a um, an avenue we would use. It's not an inconvenience to turn the power off in a domestic setting for a short period. And there's there's certain requirements in the electricity at work regs where you have to ensure you are isolated from all sources of electrical energy. And if you are using inconvenience as one of those reasons, you're on very, very thin ice. It's not going to wash, is it? It all comes down to planning, communication with your clients, making sure that you're letting them know right from the very outset what is needed so you can do your work safely. And when you see all this stuff that you can get now to provide temporary power to people in a domestic setting, you know, you don't have to inconvenience them, really. You can keep the broadband routers on. Now, we've all seen this stuff on social media. I've got a homebrew one. So you can provide power to people while you've got the main supply switched off. Yeah, and it's just in terms. Of, I don't. I don't want to really do a how-to because you know what? You can't do a how-to on safe isolation. You no. can't because every case is different. Every what you what, what what I hope people get from this, if they are learning something or if they are going on a journey like we have, I hope they're going to look at things and go right. I've got to assess the risk better. Then I've got to be confident in what I've been taught. I know this to uh, live conductors. I know that I've got to either isolate in another way. I know that if I do just put a, a lock off kit on the MCB, I am then going, I am then live working going forward. You cannot watch a video. You cannot go to a course and learn that. You can learn how to physically do something. You can learn that this is how you apply a lock off kit, but that's all you get. It doesn't mean, it means it's a, it's a 5% of what you need to know, you know? Yeah. Yeah, Close I've shared videos on that actually applying the locks because a lot of apprentices don't know how they go on the MCBs. As Rick alluded to earlier, I think that's something that can be helpful. You've got this box of locks and kits and maybe your employers and mentors aren't mm. showing you what they do. Quick video. Gary does loads of them as well. That's got to be a good thing, I would have said. Yeah. Closing thoughts, Rick? Rick who? And he's on Sorry, I was, I, was, I was checking my emails. My apologies. Final thoughts. I don't find it to add anything else, do I, lads? Jesus, no, I, think... I think I've covered it. I think yeah. I've covered it with, with blasphemy, swearing, um, you know. Passion. As, you know, I'll call it passion. My ears passion. It is, I am very, very passionate. That's what winds me up as well, the passion. Everyone else is more passionate than you. You know what I mean? I've got such a passion for the industry. Stop selling your courses then, you dick. Like, <laughs> yeah. Stop putting thing. your stuff behind everyone's, a paywall. Everyone's... On that uh, note, yeah. we're out. See you later. See you later. Bye-bye. <laughs>